So a Florida couple thought they had the perfect plan to beat the vaccine system. Oh, yeah? But they went a little too far, we're going to explain. All right. Well, we know that a Snickers can satisfy, Mm. but will you do something truly stupid for a candy bar? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that story's coming up. And what would you do with $13 million burning a hole in your pocket? Oh, plus some Florida Freak Show announcements coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry! Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show! Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have some of those to share. Do we not, Kirsten? You know, it's amazing, but we do. We do. Uh, ripped from the headlines. Ripped from the headlines. Our first story comes to us from WFLA.com. Ah. A Miami Beach couple was arrested on the North Shore of Honolulu last week after trying to use fake vaccination cards for their two children. Uh Uh-oh. Enzo and Daniela Dalmazzo are both facing charges that could result in as much as five years in prison. Wow. Now, as we all know or at least should know, Mm. vaccinations for COVID are not available for kids under the age of 12. Right. Well, that's where the Delmazos went wrong. Their fraudulent vaccination cards were issued for children who were born in 2016 and 2017. Oh, boy. We're doing the math mentally Mm -hmm. here, right? So they're like six, five years old. Five, four Well, the couple was actually the second known case of fraudulent vaccination cards under Hawaii's Safe Travels program in just the last week, Uh though I'm assuming probably the only ones from the state of Florida. (laughs) They were cited a total of $8,000. Oh, so much work for these fake vaccination cards. Right? It seems like all that work and time could have been spent, you know, doing something more productive. Like getting vaccinated that could work (laughs) yeah i feel like a fake vaccination card is Mm -hmm. like using a fake id as a teenager right Right. like yeah you don't flaunt it that's like the first rule you don't show it unless you're asked for it these two are like the kids who complained when they didn't get asked to see their (laughs) ids and was like are you sure you don't want to see my id right look at my id (laughs) yeah you got to see my ID. It's so good. Now, I, I mean, we live in a tropical paradise. Why go somewhere else where a fake card is needed when you can stay in Florida and enjoy the guilt-free humidity? Oh, but, you know, I mean, there's a lot of comparisons between Florida and Hawaii. Big vacation sure. destinations, lots sure. of palm yeah. trees. I'm assuming Hawaii has a lot less crazy. Probably. Except for the crazy that is, of course, brought to its shores oh, by yeah. Floridians. We definitely some like export some out. Right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so how much do fake vaccination cards go for these days? Oh, boy. I don't even What's know. What's the street market value? It doesn't on, seem like it would be that hard to fake. Right? It's not like they're rife with special security features right. like holograms yeah. or watermarks or color shifting ink. Right. Joe Blow could probably make one up at, you know, his neighborhood Kinko's. I know yeah. Kinko's doesn't exist anymore, but gosh oh, darn it, it's Kinko's. so fun to it say is. Kinko's. Like, yeah. No, I'm not I'm not <laughs> endorsing that anybody make a fact fake a fact, a fake vaccination card, a fax vax, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, I'm not endorsing that. I'm just saying 
$8,000 in fines, probably a little too steep for a piece of paper. Oh, yeah. And this feels so much like, you know, our lazy criminal theory all over again. You know, you know, locking the door to the, on the driver's side only so that it keeps the lazy criminals out. They get caught because they didn't do the easy research that kids under 12 don't need don't need to aren't can't be vaccinated. Yeah, and it's not even easy research. Like, have you turned on a television yeah. or a radio right. or any kind of internet-connected device yeah. since, I don't know, February? Pull the phone out of your pocket and browse through it. You can probably <laughs> find the answers right there. They actually did more work than they needed oh, to, yeah. though. Way more work. Way more work and way more money than was needed. Yeah, absolutely. Well, our next story comes to us from The Smoking Gun. And if you've ever been hangry, you can probably relate to this one. Oh, yeah. A Florida man was jailed on an armed robbery charge after asking for free food in a Largo Wawa convenience store. 49-year-old Eric Minto asked the Wawa clerk for some food. And when the employee said no, he allegedly pulled out a knife and said, don't make me do something stupid for a Snickers bar. (laughs) The clerk handed over the Snickers bar, saying later to cops that he was actually in fear for his life. Sure. Minto fled the scene, leaving the Snickers bar behind. Oh, boy. When cops caught up to him, Minto said the, told the Pinellas County Sheriff's deputy that he didn't actually threaten the clerk. He simply was trying to trade the knife for a candy bar. Oh. Cops weren't buying it, and he was arrested for armed robbery and held in lieu of a $10,000 bond. Well, trading a knife for a candy bar, I mean, that seems like a great deal. I mean, I used to try and trade my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for sure. ham sandwiches yep. in the schoolyard. This is just the grown-up version of that, right? Yeah, like trade like pudding for something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but I've been there. Pudding. I always had a problem with the pudding because it came in those cans and I could never open it. I had oh, to find the lunch lady to open the can. I forgot about I the cans. I had weak little fingers. Weak-fingered child. I forgot about the cans. The cans... uh, The snack pack. Yeah. I mean, the snack packs are so much easier to deal with now. They are. But yeah, those tiny little aluminum cans filled with with pudding-y goodness. It's like like the equivalent of like the old beer cans where you had to like actually use a can opener. Oh, a can opener. Yeah. To to open them up. It's like you needed... You needed some kind of tool or some kind of grandkids strength. settle around and let me tell you about the trouble of opening pudding <laughs> in the seventies. Drinking beer out of oil cans, yeah. <laughs> but how appropriate was it that this was a Snickers bar? Yeah, I mean, with all of Snickers campaigns about how you're not yourself when you're hungry, right? Honestly, it's a little too on the nose. Oh yeah, it almost seems like Minta was, you know set up by big candy to <laughs> to you know get some good press for the snickers bar. I know it does it feels it feels like this whole thing was a big setup but you know you're just not yourself when you're hungry minto right. is probably normally an upstanding citizen mm-hmm. that just happens to turn into a skid row stabber when he's hangry yeah and you see a snickers bar you got to have it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what it is that's right i do think that they have definitely found another marketing campaign in addition to this Snickers satisfies. We all know that one. More like do something stupid for a Snickers. He said it right there. Snickers stabifies? Ooh. (laughs) 
<laughs> there you go, right or right across the bar, like the old like that other campaign. Yeah, Come those on. those rappers, and yeah. and that's it. It's like they they, and I don't know if they still do this. I haven't bought a Snickers in a oh, while, it's but been a while. You know, they had the rappers that that had all of the adjectives that describe the way you get when you're a little hungry. You know, sure. snippy, grouchy, impatient, hangry. Oddly enough, I don't remember seeing one that said stabby. I don't either, but I think we've got a good idea. Instead of the fun size Snicker bars, the small mm. ones, you could do a slightly bigger one and call it the stabby size. Interesting. Mm. Very interesting. Lean in. Lean into it. <laughs> How do you leave your Snickers bar behind? I don't know. I mean, that's what I don't really understand. I mean, he obviously didn't want it that badly. He just left it there. I mean, this is what happens with those impulse buy, you know, at the register. Oh, the they, impulse buys. I mean, you see something, you're like, I got to get it. And then you, you go just way off the reservation and trying to do this. And it's like, come on, what's going on? I got to get me a sneak Snickers. I got to get me a, a weekly world news. <laughs> Pack of Hubba Bubba and some condoms, I guess. Got, I mean, it's all right there. <laughs> There's a reason why they put it there. Our next story comes to us from KTLA.com. Ah. A Tampa area man has pleaded guilty to embezzling nearly $13 million from a medical nonprofit associated with the University of South Florida. Mm. But it's not what he stole that the, makes this a you know Florida freak show story. Right. It's how he spent his ill-gotten gains. Mm. 59-year-old Ralph Puglisi is facing up to 20 years in prison after spending nearly $12 million of those funds on an adult website that features webcam girls. Oh, boy. Including his stepson's fiance. What? An investigation showed that he was working with a number of the um, adult content providers, mm. splitting the profits with them. And then just for good measure, he also spent another million on rent, personal travel, payments to an LLC he owned with his wife. He also renovated his house, paid for a family member's wedding and then bought land in the Virgin Islands. Wow. Busy guy. Yeah. Puglisi isn't so busy anymore. He's since lost his job as an accounts manager, and the university has sued him. His attorney says he is taking steps to make restitution. Oh, okay. Well, stealing from a nonprofit and giving to webcam girls? <laughs> this is like the most back-ass words Robin Hood story I've ever heard. Yeah, it's, it's a little backwards, <laughs> absolutely. But, you know, think about it this way. Think of all the times in the last year we talked about people, you know, defrauding the PPP loans, right. uh, fraudulent acquisition yeah. of COVID loans. Honestly, this is a great sign that we're finally coming out of the pandemic. Right. People have stopped embezzling from, you know... Uh, the government's mm -hmm. COVID programs yeah. and just started embezzling from run-of-the-mill nonprofits again. We're back, baby. <laughs> We're making it happen once again. It feels just like 2019 all over again. Oh, uh, 2019. <laughs> Those were the days. So was he working to help out his stepson's fiance or just hoping to get a better look at her? Uh, either way, it all seems pretty disgusting. I mean, technically not family. Yeah, that's Even true. Even the stepson, not family, true. right? True so I, I guess it's a, a slightly lower level or yeah. higher level of creepy, lower level. I'm not, it's, it's low. Yeah. And it's creepy. It actually. But it could be lower and creepier. It actually dovetails in really nicely with the adult websites. 
Well, it's uh, just the right amount of creepy. Just, just the right amount of creepy. It's Absolutely. the Goldilocks of, of creepy. Yeah, um, just right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, laundering money through webcam girls, though. Mm. I mean, whatever happened to the good old days when we just <laughs> laundered our money through laundromats like Al Capone did? Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe it's because washing machines don't take $100 bills? <laughs> Probably not. No. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, it's also amazing to see that he was able to steal so much mm. and blow so much of it on adult websites. Quite the accounts man. Really knows how to stay in the red. Well, you know, $13 million. Yeah. It was over the course of six years. Sure. I mean, sure. Even at that point, you're not exactly able to just write off a couple million a year. It's uh-huh. like a clerical error. This is more than just a... I forgot to carry the one. Yeah, or I missed a line item. (laughs) Right. So, you know, it's probably not surprising that people got a little suspicious and Mm -hmm. looked into this. Yeah. Uh, But I I mean, I guess he was trying to help out a lot of people, though, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, again, take from the rich. Right. Or take from the sick, in this case, and give Give to the... Give to the webcam girls? Oh, Look at you. I like that. Hey, our last story comes to us from ClickOrlando.com. Everyone loves getting packages in the mail, right? Oh, yeah. That's everyone except for Key West Zachary David Hool, who was expecting an ounce of cocaine to come to him in the mail, but it was intercepted by the U.S. Postal Inspection Service and the Monroe County Sheriff's Uh Office. Imagine Zachary's surprise when, instead of his friendly mail carrier showing up at his front door... A U.S. postal inspector showed up with an agent from U.S. Homeland Security. Sheriff's office detectives had actually been undergoing a training at the time that the package went through the facility and the sheriff's canine sniffed out the drugs. Ah. Zachary confessed that he'd been expecting some coke to arrive in the mail (laughs) and then agreed to open the package in front of law enforcement even admitted to uh, receiving cocaine in the mail in the past. Oh, boy. Naturally, he was arrested and charged with trafficking cocaine. Well, that's one way to get your coke, right? And you don't even have to leave the house. Oh, a coke and a smile. Oh. A lot of advertising slogans in this particular <laughs> it episode. Is. I feel like we're like an episode of Mad Men or something. Like <laughs> Don Draper. On... We'd have to be drinking scotch and yeah. smoking and saying derogatory things towards women. Oh, definitely. Definitely that. Now, if this guy just needs a service like Amazon to deliver his Coke, if only America could get on board with this. This is like a a gold mine. Coke Prime? Yes. (laughs) Yes. I'm saying. Just pay $99 a year and all your cocaine's delivered for for free. free. Yeah. Doesn't even cost you anything. That's great. You might even get Prime Video. Yay. Um, You know, it's funny because this is the second week in a row that we've actually been wrapping things up on the podcast in Key West. Mm -hmm. Um, Key West, you know, it's the Conch Republic. It's the Coke Republic, I guess. That's right. all the all this dude really needed to do though was hang out at Fort Zachary Taylor State Park. Oh. Because the same week that this happened mm. in early August, two and a half pounds of cocaine just like washed up on the shore oh. at Fort Zachary Taylor. He wouldn't so, have even needed to wait in the mail for it. No. He had so much more just showing up on the on his doorstep. Plus, enjoy a lovely day at the beach. Ugh. Don't be stuck at home waiting to sign for a package when that's, you could spend the day at the beach instead, right? That's the problem. You should just go hang out at the beach. You never know when some square grouper are going to show up. Right. Yeah. I, I, and the other problem with Coke going through the mail, too many red flags. 
it looks way too much like anthrax. So oh, that's, that's going to be a problem, right? That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> now hide that in some fun dip. And you got yourself a delivery system that works. Fun dip. Come I, on. I feel like pixie sticks. Ooh, even better. That works too. Don't try it's this already at in home, the kids. It's already in the straw. Right? Perfect. Don't try this at home. And you're helping save the environment because it's a paper straw. Oh, wow. You just like brought so much Bam. Florida into this. Bam. Bam. You know, I just think the whole thing is strange because I can't even trust the post office to like get a birthday card to somebody within, Mm. I don't know, a month of their birthday. Right. But this dude uses the post office to send a couple of grand worth of drugs. Right. He clearly does not have the trust issues that I do. (laughs) No. But the one other good thing for this, for the Postal Service, it just reinforces who they are. Mm. They won't let snow or blow stop them from doing their job. Uh, Not sleet, not snow, not rain, nor... Blow. Blow. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, so what did we learn this week? I learned that a little Googling can go a long way to learning that kids don't need vaccination cards. Or just, you know, being aware. Yeah. Uh, I learned that just like the rest of us, Florida man just isn't himself when he's hungry. Oh, yeah. I also learned that naked webcam girls isn't the best way to funnel your stolen millions of dollars, even in Florida. And I learned that while the Postal Service may be willing to deliver in snow, Ah. the USPS apparently isn't a big fan of actually delivering the snow. Oh, gotcha. Those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State online on our new Mm. Florida Freak Show Forum Facebook group. Oh, it's all brand new. That's right. You can find it at facebook.com slash groups slash FLA Freak Show. Or just follow the link on our Facebook page. Which is probably easier. Yeah. And as always, if you see a Florida story we missed, share it with us on the forum. That's right. You now have a voice. You have the power to share these stories just like we do. You have the power. Oh. With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, but don't be too responsible because what's the fun in that? We'll be posting stories, of course, to the forum all week. Mm -hmm. But we will be taking next week off from the podcast, which means we'll see you in September. Until then, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye. Goodbye.